0: On the road to Macstock with Brittany Smith this is Mac Voices Mac Voices is supported by Collective an all-in-one financial solution for the self-employed learn more at collective.com Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we are on the road to MacStock. MacStock in uh, Woodstock, Illinois, coming up at the end of July. We're talking to the presenters and some of the folks that are going to be there. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. We hope you will join us by going to MacStockConferenceAndExpo.com right down there, and uh, check it out and join us. We're going to have a lot of fun. This time, we get to talk to Brittany Smith, who will be presenting. Brittany, welcome. It's great to see you as always, and I'm really excited to have you as a speaker at MaxDoc.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I am so excited. I have never been in person.
0: I, you know, you said that, and I I couldn't believe that. I would have sworn that you had attended at one point, but this is your your very first MaxDoc, and you're a speaker to boot.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I was there for 2020, which was the virtual one. Um, but, but yeah, this is the first one since then. And yeah, it's crazy.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. I'm. I'm it's, it'll be so good to see you in person. You know, that's the first thing, but I'm also excited because I've seen plenty of you speak in, on plenty of your videos. I've seen, of course, we've had plenty of discussions on Mac Voices Live. You've even been a guest here on the regular kind of Mac Voices show, but this will be my first time seeing you live and in person.
1: Mac Voices, classic. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, you won't have seen me speak in person, but you're actually one of the few people on the panel I've met in person, which is—it's not a lot of folks. No, you know, I've met, never met Jeff Gamet in person. Like it, most people on the panel, I haven't met in person yet. So this is going to be really exciting.
0: Oh, well that—that's great. You know, they're—they're all kind of facets to this. And you're right. I know. You know, I—I tend to forget because I've—I think I've. Well, no, that's not quite true. There are a couple of folks I haven't met in person either, on, on yeah. Mac Voices Live. So, so I'm we're 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 going to get a lot of them. though. a lot of that list is going to get shorter when it comes to uh, to Mac Stock.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, w- folks may know you from all the videos you do on your YouTube channel. But what what topic or topics did you pick for Mac Stock?
1: so i want to talk about ways that i mean you could call it not working as efficiently but like ways that that we tend to work harder and and finding smarter ways to work instead so how can we outsmart ourselves a little bit what are some places that people get stuck a lot you know some of this comes from my background in cognitive neuroscience some of it comes from working with folks who inadvertently do things the hard way a lot um and and just everything in between like you know, from doing productivity coaching, and and then the cool thing is when I give this talk at Macstock that I can't do when I talk about the same similar things other places is we can get really nerdy with it. We can dive into shortcuts. We can dive into keyboard maestro, and I and I know I won't <laughs> completely lose and overwhelm people. So <laughs> uh, so that's pretty fun. Is that we get to do more of the geeky side that I don't always get to do when I'm uh, speaking in
0: person. So you you answered the first question I had for you. Is this going to be um, utility-based, uh, software utility-based, or is this going to be more learning how to think about how we work?
1: First one, then the other.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's, let's talk about some things that go wrong, like hopefully give some people some ideas about, not going wrong, but like you know, where are we putting in too much energy and and not working? <sighs> we're putting in too much energy in the wrong spot for how much of a result we're seeing. And so a little exercise um, on, you know, what, what we spend our time on, but then, but then we can get geeky with it. And uh, you know, my favorite thing in the whole world is shortcuts. I don't have to tell you that, but, but it is a really cool tool because one of the places we can get in trouble <sighs> is when we're using our cognition inefficiently. We think about time-saving a lot, but uh, I will I will be just delighted if I can get the entirety of the Apple nerd community to start thinking about mental energy instead of just time as the, the most precious resource. Because um, if I have to remember, oh, can't do that till I get back to my computer, that is not as efficient, for an example, um, as, oh, I can do it on my phone because shortcuts. That's one of the places that shortcuts comes in in particular or any tool that like something to think about. Is this something I can only do on my Mac? Is that causing me problems? Do I forget to do it? Just as one example, it's one of the places that we can get mixed up and one of the places we can select different tools to <sighs> use, use our mental energy more efficiently.
0: <laughs> I, the, the term mental energy is really interesting to me because I've... I think I can relate to that an awful lot um, <laughs> just because, well, we were talking pre-show about uh, an idea that we had and, you know, that we were in a situation where it wasn't – you couldn't act on it. And then by the time you could act on it, you'd forgotten it. And so yeah. that kind of thing, yeah, that I, I like the mental energy concept a lot.
1: And, and how do we, how do we think about that so that it doesn't cause us extra problems? Um, How do we, one of the places automation can be helpful is in not having to make the same decision over and over again, whether it's using an actual automation tool or something like a checklist, like um, my collaborator for the ADHD Guild and I, when something comes up, like, let's say a payment doesn't go through, we have a set of steps. We only wanted to decide it once. What's, what's our policy if a payment doesn't go through? And then how do we know when we're done? Because sometimes payment doesn't go through, you have a membership program too. And, um, and, and you don't ever hear from them again. And sometimes it's an accident. And then they're like, oh, crap, how do I get back on your membership thing? And, and so by deciding that in advance, then we're able to only have to make the decision once and just refer to it over and over again. And so that's one way to be more efficient. It's a type of automation, but it's not like, I got out my coding tools and did my automating.
0: Um, okay. I, go Explain that just for a second. When you say a checklist, do you consider a checklist an automation tool? It,
1: it is in terms of decision-making. Now, sometimes I use checklists Sometimes a lot of my checklists personally they live in shortcuts or in keyboard maestro but but just having a checklist like this is my policy i don't have to decide it again this is what this is the email text i send to somebody whether it it lives in keyboard maestro or shortcuts as as a template or whether or not i copy and paste it it's still a thing i didn't have to do more than once
0: okay um so maybe I need to have you define checklist because I don't think of it, I think of a checklist as uh, the list I take to the grocery store. You know, I got eggs, butter, milk, bread, <laughs> hamburgers. You know, and so that's my version of a checklist. Now I have my own set of checklists for different things. You know that I do related to Mac Voices, but
1: posting podcasts and things like that. But you yeah, only had to make yeah. that decision once.
0: Okay. So um
1: let's say you have a checklist, I don't know how you actually do it, but let's say you had your checklist. You know what? Guess what? It's holiday season and we're going to do our gift guide. I bet you have a checklist for that.
0: I do, but I'm I'm intru- I guess what I'm intrigued by your the concept you're you're talking about here is having it live inside shortcuts or keyboard maestro. Um,
1: okay, that's yeah, that's that's the And I try to talk about both when I'm talking about more general audiences, but you're right. For Mac stock, we're going to be leaning more towards the keyboard maestro or shortcuts. Um, I'll give you a, a great shortcuts one. Every time I have a consultation for somebody who's interested in coaching, I have a series of steps I do afterwards. I could refer to a checklist and then manually do all those steps. Or I could program shortcuts To walk me through the steps. It came out of a checklist, but I don't have to look at a checklist ever. Shortcuts is just going to tell me the next thing to do. And at the correct moment, it's going to hit send on that follow-up email.
0: So so, your shortcut pops up and says, you know, okay. So it's day one after my consultation, um, and an email needs to be sent. And shortcuts does that for you. But if it's how about if it's a non-shortcuttable thing? Is does it just pop you up? What is non-shortcuttable? Well, (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh boy, I'm I'm not even. (laughs) I'm I'm not. I guess I'm well. Okay, let's I'll go to my to the example you just said for me. You know, I have go through a process of posting Mac voices. I upload to, to A, I upload to B, I upload to C, I upload to D, I post to E, F and G and and go from there. Now a shortcut can't post for me. Okay. In, no. And, and, no. And, and so that's where I'm I'm asking for example, I I um I promote Mac voices on LinkedIn. Okay. Through my LinkedIn profile. So I yeah. need to remember, but each episode obviously is different. I have to post a description. I have to post a completely different web link, um, for each show. So, and, and I, I don't feed those in. I mean, if, in, to my way of thinking, it'd be counterproductive to feed those, those things into, um, into, into shortcuts. Because it just would add another step as opposed to having them queued up in a clipboard manager and posting them from there, pasting them from there.
1: Yeah, a clipboard manager is totally a way to do that. Um, now, in my case, so that's, this is a task you're never going to do on your phone, right? You're never um, going to post your episode on a phone.
0: Probably not, no. So,
1: so we're already talking about a thing that can exclusively be done on a Mac. So all of a sudden, your options are wider. You could, for example, use Keyboard Maestro, which is also my clipboard manager, by the way, and and you could use Keyboard Maestro. Can it do all the things for you? If you want to spend enough time, uh, and this is a great example because for like the YouTube videos that I put up, I use a Keyboard Maestro checklist. So instead of a checkbox, like I said, a prompt comes up. So it may open up, um, it's going to open up the YouTube backend and it's going to, you know, I'll do a couple things like have it click on the 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 thing to post a new video, and then i'm gonna it's gonna prompt me so that's the next item on the checklist is it says drag in the video into YouTube. great, so I'm gonna do that and then so I, the things that the keyboard advisor can do automatically, great. it's gonna do those easily. I know it can do a lot more, but I I go for the 80-20 principle when it comes to automation personally, which is is it gonna be way more difficult than it's worth to to have it go the rest of the way? Okay. We're gonna leave that 20%. I'll do it manually. I'm just gonna have the thing prompt me with the next item. It's a different it's a different way of thinking of a checklist, because it goes, okay, now we're gonna add this thing in. Oh, did you also wanna make a blog post about that? Okay, great. We're gonna open up that page. And the, the text is already loaded for you if I I use the same text in my description pretty much as I would in a blog post. And so it's going to paste in, it'll load up the right thing. It'll load up the title when it's time to paste that in. It'll load in the text when it's time to paste that in. It's one way to do it. It's not the way for everyone to do it, but it's a way to do it.
0: Um. So in this example, since we're going with it, mm-hmm. let's just go with it. So when, when you just go down them, the weeds. Yeah, when well, when you get that prompt to do something manually, then does your checklist shortcut require you to finish that? I mean, well, I guess it, you know it can't put a gun to your head, but you know, do you are you not allowed to move on until you acknowledge and say yes, I've done that, even whether you have or not, in a row of it? But is that a case of you know, okay, step three, I can't go to step four until I tell it I've completed step three.
1: It depends. So I think a better example now would be to use the Keyboard Maestro ones, since we're kind of talking about posting posts of various kinds. Um, So I have a very long – I have to make sure it doesn't time out the prompt Um, so I can pause if I need to. And the nice thing about (laughs) Keyboard Maestro is you can keep doing something else. Just leave that little prompt up in the corner. Um, But because I know I'm not going to always do it all in one go, a lot of times I will have uh, (laughs) – that I've also automated um, <laughs> OmniFocus tasks, and they have the link to launch the Keyboard Maestro macro. I use URL schemes mixed with tasks and calendar items all the time. I'm a crazy URL scheme person. You thought they were dead. Turns out they're not. I'm still the person using them all the time, every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, this could this go on for an hour. I, I love it. <laughs> I roll this down the weeds, I am probably 't really going to go into this much detail <laughs> well, no, but listen, I think it 's a great example so folks can yeah. understand what they 're kind of what they 're going to be seeing with what you 're doing because the the general description gets a little bit you know it 's like well how how i 'm already doing a lot of this stuff no you 're not not the way Brittany does it and i 'm intrigued by it simply because i 've gone through so many courses i've read so many things i've tried different things and inevitably i hit just what you said when we've started out i do a cost benefit analysis on it a mental cost benefit analysis and mm-hmm. say the time it takes me to set this up is not worth it now there are things like text expander that are absolutely worth it um, <laughs> you know that because a it's easy and b you know it's something i do absolutely repetitively so but but i've I struggle sometimes with some of the more advanced things that I think you're going to be addressing. That's why I'm so excited to hear it from you and the way you do it, because maybe it sounds like I might be able to take some of that and actually get some use out of it at a cost-benefit ratio that's acceptable to me.
1: And what's always going to matter is what's your goal. So what I wanted was for my posting tasks to be brainless tasks, to not require my brain as much as possible so that, you know. Let's say I'm in a board meeting and what they're talking about is not something I can contribute to, but I need to be aware for when the next topic comes up. Um, just, just for pretense. Let's pretend like that's a situation I might find myself in. Um, I, need, I needed this process to be mindless because I don't spend a ton of time at my Mac, but that's something that can only happen on my Mac. And, and I needed to know exactly where I left off. And, and so that's what I needed. So it was worth the setup to me. Um, but there are places where it's like, I know for a fact, and I'm thinking of Jay this whole time, by the way, I know for a fact, Jay could come in and automate these things that I say I'm not can't automate. And, and I believe 100% that that's a thing Jay could do. However, <laughs> um, I'm not going to spend the extra time on it, especially because I'm not a coder um, on it to do that when I can just give myself an instruction that says drag and drop the video up. And so for me, that's sort of where the, where's the most benefit for the minimum amount of setup is. If if you're good with like giving half your, because I always felt like posting was this thing that required like half my attention, which for me personally is the exact wrong amount. You can take all of it or very little of it. In the middle does not work well for me at all. <laughs> so I wanted to take this thing that was sort of a mind numbing thing and make it so no, I can completely follow this other conversation that's happening so I can chime in and just do this mindless task because now it has become a mindless task. I don't have to remember what's next. I don't have to remember where I left off. I do not have to remember to go over and look at the checklist, right? It, it's all in Keyboard Maestro <laughs> and it handles as much of it as, as I can have it handle easily. And that threshold is going to be a little bit different for everybody.
0: Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collective at collective.com. Are you a freelancer or a solo small business owner tired of dealing with the overwhelming paperwork, accounting, and taxes? Look no further. Introducing Collective.com, the all-in-one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs. Whether you're a consultant, software developer, coach, photographer, content creator, or graphic designer, Collective has got you covered. They handle everything from corporate formation and compliance paperwork to taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. With the perfect blend of technology and human experts, Collective helps you maximize your tax savings while eliminating your busy work. Imagine having all those services at a fraction of the cost of hiring multiple professionals. Act now and save thousands of dollars on taxes in 2023 by taking advantage of their backdated S-Corp election offer available until June 30th. On average, Collective members save $10,000 per year on taxes with this structure. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Visit Collective.com to save on taxes this year and let the experts handle your setup, accounting, bookkeeping, and taxes, including your personal taxes. That's Collective.com, your solution for financial peace of mind. Thanks to Collective for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash MacVoices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. You can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com slash Mac voices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide. K O L I D E.com slash Mac voices collide.com slash Mac voices. Thanks to collide for supporting Mac voices. Okay. This has nothing to do with Mac stock, but I I want to do it. (laughs) Just why not what you said. Yeah. It's Um, your show. Well, it's my show, but, you know, but I'm curious, based on what you just said about yourself, that I find that really interesting that you know that about yourself. Are you a believer in multitasking?
1: Mm, It depends on the situation. Are you combining the right amount of mindless and mind using, right? Like, if you're trying to do two mentally complicated things at once, No. You're just causing yourself a lot of energy drain from task switching because that's really what you're doing is task switching. Um, but if I try to just clean a room and not listen to anything, like not put on a podcast, not put on an audiobook, which is a form of multitasking, my brain's going to overcomplicate everything and overthink everything, and I'm going to get hardly any progress done. But if I put on a nice audiobook that takes up the, b- the part of my brain that's overthinking, and now I can just pick up all the clothes that I've left lying all over the place, it's great. You know, like doing dishes, those kinds of things if you count that as multitasking, that works. does it work for everybody? no
0: not only are you explaining multitasking, apparently, you're also psychic because that's exactly the scenario I had <laughs> over over the weekend where I had a a cleaning up cleaning out kind of project to do, and so I put it on an audiobook and I and it made, it made the task so much easier because I felt like, yes, my brain was occupied with something I wanted to do, I wanted to get mm-hmm. to, and hadn't, and yet I was also accomplishing the physical task in front of me. So that's, and maybe that's part of the answer is part of it needs to be physical, part of it needs to be mental.
1: Yeah. And, and not something high stakes, right? If, I mean, when I have a coaching session over the phone, theoretically, I could also clean. But that requires more of my brain than just passively listening. And so really the most complicated thing I can ever do is fold socks. There's no decision making. You're just lining them up and do it, you know, but mostly I can't do other tasks while I'm coaching on the phone because too much of my brain is being used to help the person I'm working with. Um, whereas, you know, I can talk to my pal Derek, who's been on your show once before. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we were teenagers in the 90s. We can talk on the phone indefinitely. And
0: so, <laughs> <laughs> that's teenagers of any generation, Brett. That's a, just,
1: I, don't think they, I don't think they talk on the phone anymore,
0: well, which is yeah, weird
1: because they don't even have to share a line like we did. It's, it's weird. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, maybe they just FaceTime. Who knows? Um, but I can do that, but I don't like to FaceTime and do stuff because then I can't, like, clean. And, I feel stuck. Um, anyway, so I, and I, get, I can go on a great cleaning spree, but that's because it's not the same level of discord. We're, we're just chit-chatting. I don't have to put thought into it. And so just noticing what of those different things and how do they take up space in your brain? I can study with music on, but a musician can't. Or many musicians can't because that requires, that takes up too much of their brain. It's too potentially distract, distracting. I can't read a note to save my life. I can listen to music in the background and study without a problem. That's a generalization. There's always exceptions, blah, blah, blah. But but it doesn't take up space in my brain. It's just there. It's just sound.
0: That's a really good great example, I think. I mean, I'll have to ask a musician. Um, but I can, I can understand that because there are certain things. Well, I've said that since starting to produce video for Mac Voices, and maybe you would agree with this, that I have a hard time divorcing myself from, not an analysis but an evaluation of you know movies video you know i'm always looking at the production values i'm always thinking about why did they choose to do this instead of that as opposed to getting completely immersed in the story Um, and and, you know and and that's a good thing and a a bad thing i'm not i'm certain look i'm not producing feature films but it definitely changes you, your evaluation of things when you've done just a little bit of it and realize that there are a lot of decisions that are being made that are affecting what you're seeing and hearing.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Do you find that, that have, you, have you fallen into that trap since I know you do a lot of video?
1: Um, I've been doing videos since I was 12. So I go in and out of phases, and sometimes I'll analyze something, and then I'll just go back to being involved in the story. So I do both. (laughs) And so sometimes I'll miss something that's really a production thing. And it's like, oh, I was thinking about the story at that point in time. But I'm also highly, like, narratively driven as a person. And so maybe that makes it easier for me to get caught up in the story again.
0: She's been doing videos since she was 12, folks. What does that tell you about the rest of us?
1: (laughs) Not very much.
0: No, YouTube, no. it turns
1: out. It's a good, I, 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 I try to tell people in, the, in this group of people trying to get better at TikTok, I was like, yeah, having a film degree does not help me at this point. It hurts, I promise.
0: <laughs> well, but when you went through film school, you were doing it old, old school, weren't you? I
1: cut film like with sharp blades and taped it yeah. back together. Yes. Yeah. Very old school.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes me feel a little better. Not a lot when when I tell
1: stories of my film school, I sound like I'm 34 years older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> the school like used a lot
0: of old technology. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's not a bad thing, because you know there's so many metaphors from those days that carry over. the metaphors do. the technology doesn't, yeah. but the metaphors do so.
1: And I could show my nephew, I look, there's a film strip. You can see right there, that's where the tape is. That's where an edit is. He was blown away.
0: Yep. yep.
1: <laughs> you know how they call it cutting? That's why you yeah. did it with scissors. No, not literally scissors. It's
0: a blade, but yeah. Yeah. But still, you know, you, you physically <laughs> cut the film and then put it back together. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> All right. We're way off the rails here, but this, 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 we really really, are. I, I I really appreciate the time. And, and because what you were saying earlier just really brought that into, into focus, um, because I feel like it is part of kind of what you're going to be addressing is, you know, the, the, the ability to focus and get things done versus, you know, bounce from project to project to project or steps in your, in your, your list that maybe don't, ha- could be jumped around, but probably not the best idea. So,
1: and it's a good example. It's not a terribly long speaking slot. And so, it really, really my goal is to leave people with ideas, with thinking and analyzing their own work differently. I hope most of the benefit they get is in their lives, going back to their lives after hearing the talk, not just in those 45 minutes.
0: I think if anybody's paying attention, they're going to be hard pressed to because every time you and I have these discussions, whether it's on camera or off, I always kind of come away and go back and reevaluate some things that I'm doing or the way I do things, uh, just because of the way that you you make me think about things just a little bit differently, <laughs> and, and that's good. I mean, that's that's what you do. So, um, so, so in preparation for Max where can folks contact you? Where can they follow you and see what you do?
1: You can find my professionally website where I have my previous speaking engagements listed amongst other things I do at Conquer.Consulting. My YouTube is ADD Liberator, as is my
0: TikTok. Ooh, TikTok. I know. Okay. It's like a thing.
1: It's, it... All the
0: kids are doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear more about that. All right. Oh, right. and
1: I finally got a Mastodon.
0: Oh, you're, person. Okay, uh, you mm-hmm. what, what, what's your instance?
1: It, it's the instance is PDX.social
0: and ADD liberator. Great. And I'll have links in the show notes of that. And of course the lower thirds as well. So, Brett, I'm so excited to see you in person for the first time. This will be the only the second time we've met in person, but it's been on. Well, let's not say how many years it's been a bunch of years. So. It's been some time. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. I look forward to seeing you uh, in in Max Talk at Max Talk, folks. We look forward to seeing you too. We really want you to join us. We're going to have a ball. Um, we're if it's not Brittany's talk, it's going to be some of the other folks we've already talked to. There are more folks coming up on the road to Max Talk. So MaxTalkConferenceAndExpo dot com. That's where you can see who is who always speaking, what they're going to be talking about, and we are going to have a ball. We hope you'll join us. Britt, I'll see you in, uh, in, at MacStock.
1: I know. I'm excited. I'll see you then.
0: Sounds good. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices on the road to MacStock. We'll see you then. As always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web.